Welcome to the ASAP Weekly Rocket League Podcast, a show hosted by LeZero, the man of a thousand rants, and Wabbit, the fan favorite. This show details the latest news in the Rocket League scene, esports results, and tips and tricks on how to get better at the game, while sometimes they'll just take a random topic and see where it takes them. Thank you all for listening, and enjoy. Whoa, wait. Hey, Hello, welcome back to the ASAP Weekly Rocket League podcast. Uh, I was so rudely interrupted. I guess my uh, co-hosts are just feeling more and more comfortable. They just say whatever. You know, the recording started and they're just like, I'll say whatever. It doesn't matter anymore. There doesn't have to be a clean intro. Uh, I'm not mad. Who needs a clean intro? No, no, no. We're joined by Cursor. How's it going, Cursor? Wow, putting me in the spot, bro. Ow, my feels. I'm doing well. How are you doing? Aside from that. I'm not actually mad. Hashtag TM. Um, And (laughs) Messi, how are you doing? Uh, I am tired, but we are here. We're going to get, we're going to rock and roll and give you. I mean, great, Messi. The first thing that anyone listening to podcasts you know wants to hear the very first thing is like oh well, i'm tired dude i'm just <laughs> i don't want to be here listen, i don't want to talk i said next... give him a good show all right i compensated all right messi's like i'll do it anyway i'll be able i'll, I'll give you the energy all the energy i've left um and then we have you know after a while finally returning um the headliner for today Ty swoogles how's it going Ty swoogles oh yeah you know doing great you know what they say the prodigal son returns all that the prodigal son, although I've like I've mentioned, you are more like the uh, the mystic Mac, you know, of the <laughs> of the show, um, you know, what have you. Um, Cursor and Messi, uh, I'm just curious your thoughts on me calling Ty the uh, the you know the headliner. What what are your thoughts on this? Uh, I couldn't agree more. We've been missing Ty, and like at least once every couple of episodes, being like, why isn't Ty here with us? It's like it's one of those things where like people must have thought like yo you know ties definitely like, yeah cut ties uh, you know so I just died like, yeah. <laughs> cut ties he's he said he said thank you I'm gone you know there you go. <laughs> uh so but no uh, we have this panel and if you look at this panel this is a perfect esports panel to talk about the things excluding me of course I'm I've now become the uh, perpetual host you know uh, the the guy with the uh, with the with the microphone. Um, but yeah, we're going to talk esports. That's going to be the focus of the day. So I hope you guys are ready. The first thing we're going to talk about is regional three in the EU region. Um, I, I'd i like to say that um, this is something I think we previewed this last time, I believe. Um, and yeah, this is definitely this was the only results to get to Landon. But not only that, after Landon, th- this also had an effect on... Uh, global world's qualifier so we'll talk about maybe some of the the impact as we go through it um but you know let let me let me just take a look here real quick as i'm looking at the liquipedia page um before we maybe head to like you know the uppers and like the top what five teams uh is there anything in the teams that didn't make it past upper quarterfinals that stick out to Messi or uh ty like anything any teams that stick out to you not making it kind of further than you thought they would uh, Misfits, Sag, Sag. Yeah, yeah Misfits, Misfits just have <laughs> Misfits have an unfortunate tendency to like be like pretty solid in one regional and then just flop, just like throw the bag, and it's just really really sad to see. Chokers. It's almost like against their competition, they don't really fit in. You know, they keep missing shots and everything. Yeah. I'm very proud of that one. I'd like to put that on a plaque. All right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> on, Ty. <laughs> uh, Ty oh, Sugles, any, anything else that, yeah. Or maybe if you want to talk more about Misfits, anything specific you saw, is like maybe one of the reasons they didn't. Uh, uh, I mean, they just, they're just chokers. Like every, every time they're going to like regional three, you know, they have the chance to, to go to the major or whatever. And they just like, they just suck. Um, especially, <laughs> Especially in this regional, you know, they they lose this their round one match. What we have tie here for, <laughs> you know, <laughs> losing losing the round one match to Team Liquid. You know, that's not that's not horrible. Liquid really good. They made the final um, in a different regional or whatever, um, and they drop to the losers bracket and they match up against Evil Geniuses. You know, team that's also been pretty poo this split. Um, they go up two <laughs> games and then they get reverse swept. So it's just they're just the ultimate chokers, really. Like, Man. I don't know. There's not much else to say. They just can't close. 
Yeah, they can't close, and I guess they go around your neck. Um, the <laughs> I'm having too much fun today. I'm having way too much fun today. Uh, yeah. Um, another team that I'm noticing here right off the bat. I know this is like a little, but another team that Team Liquid beat was Evil Geniuses. Um, I don't know if either of you want to talk about that because it seems like Team Liquid yeah. took out some of these uh, brand. I'm not gonna say best teams, but brand name teams. You know. Um, yeah. yeah. How do you feel about that, Messi? It's like the Team Liquid, like. The series between EG and Liquid was actually like a very, very important one when it came to world's implications. Because if EG won that, they would leapfrog into sixth, which was like it's essentially a guarantee into the wild card. But because they lost that, they're now in seventh and they have to hope that the fourth seed, if I recall who's the fourth seed, I think it's Carmine Corp who's the fourth seed. They essentially need a Carmine Corp to do pretty, pretty solid at the major. Which might happen, might not happen, but yeah, yeah it's the, just the land. Evil geniuses, <laughs> evil geniuses had a slim to none chance of making the major, but in terms of world implications, this was very important, and they started off strong, but they couldn't close it out, unfortunately. Um, I like to also ask, like, uh, maybe cursors, anything that sticks out to you here uh, in this like first part. Hmm. Um. Yeah, it's uh. So it's reassuring to know that uh, that uh, we weren't wrong and that reality uh, <laughs> is washed. Aha! Excuse me. I'm sorry. I had um, I, I had a team stuck in my throat there. It wasn't uh? Oh God. Hold on. I need I need a drink. Yeah, it's good to know that vitality is not not washed. Oh. It's good to know that there's vitality or paid up. There's no, no, no problems. <laughs> no, just just the just. I mean, you can't can't really hold anything against Seiko here, but uh, I think um. Might might benefit them to uh, maybe start scrimming a little more seriously, kind of like a couple <laughs> NA teams, you know, who uh, don't take their scrims seriously enough, and it shows. Energy. Listen, listen, up. Oh. listen, up. Um, listen up. <laughs> So I, I'm just saying, uh, it just like it, it kind of shows. Like it, it goes like not not ranting here, but like it it just shows. Like we we've, we've talked about this so many times. Like when teams sit on their laurels after a bit of success, it's like they just get absolutely punished by the up and coming teams and the people who are still hungry. I mean, look at look at Meta being like, it's been like 1,300 days since I've been to Worlds. You guys have no idea what that grind was like. Like he hasn't stopped grinding. Like he deserves to be there. I'm like super I'm happy super for him. And that's uh, awesome. yeah. yeah. Honestly. Also, super shout out that he used the 4WD. Love to see that. That's awesome. Yeah. Also, shout out to Relating Wave for using the Zippy. True. It's the game that he lost. Yeah, in the one game that you lost, you used it and you lost, but good, 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 good for using it. In style, you know? Yeah. He had a little copper uh, on it, I think, too. It was, it was yeah, cute. Yeah, yeah. And it's yes. like, there's like, there's a consistency in EU that I'm seeing from one team in particular. That they always seem to like like fly under the like the radar for the most part. Like on like well when they had Seiko, they weren't flying under the radar, but like now they were kind of flying under and then like they made it as well. It's like endpoint. They've made every single major this like season. Which Bennett, is actually like BDS. Quite nice to see. I think the only two. Yeah. Yeah. I okay, let's we're gonna talk about like the top four in a second. Can I just mention I didn't realize that Team Liquid actually beat Evil Geniuses twice? <laughs> <laughs> like the only team yeah, Evil Geniuses lost to yeah. is Team Liquid here, um, which is wild. Uh, it looks like Carmen Corp did okay, um, but yeah, your your top four, shall we say here? Top, uh, yeah, top four is Moist Esports Endpoint BDS and Team Liquid. Is there any team we thought was going to be here that just wasn't? Um, that's something I, I want to ask here, right? Is there any team that out of uh, what you see here, you you were like, oh, they should have been in that top four, or is this like a a pretty normal top four to you? Maybe Dignitas, right? Like Dignitas did quite well, kind of. And, the one we're about. and Dignitas was kind of a stretch, and I feel like they really wanted it this regional. Yeah, you know, they wanted it a lot, but when you're coming against a BDS who just got knocked into the lower bracket, yeah, sorry. Not, yeah. not, not gonna so I'm just looking at previous uh, regional results. You know, Carmen Corp did a little better, but still pretty much these teams. And then what was the yeah. first regional here? Um, we got. Uh, let's see if there's any different. No, there's like I mean that was the team Vitality and Solary, right? Which we don't see at all in regional two, and now this yeah. regional. So it looks like we've you know we've definitely solidified some of these teams. Uh, um, Moist Esports is here to stay. Um, yeah. That's a former queso, right? Um, yeah. If I'm not mistaken, yeah. so. 
so yeah they've they've already shown but maybe maybe this rebranding is really the power that they received uh to to be unstoppable yeah. it was um, like yeah go no, 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 that, that's that's all I was gonna say. What did you want to oh, say? Okay, 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 okay. Uh, it was like it was just really beautiful to see. Like I think it was uh this past first touch. It was like they had one of the people from Moister, and it was like we've been lacking a little bit. Like we haven't been winning, and like they started taking scrims more seriously. Like Joyo's been taking care of his health, so like really good for him. Proud of him, and like it really showed this like regional. Like you could definitely see like how they like wanted it, and now they're going in with momentum. This is my favorite major. part. We're having Messi here because I feel like he knows like a little bit more about a lot of the backstories of like some of the things happening with the teams, right? Um, yeah. Which I which I think is really nice because I think there's another part that's maybe unexplored a little bit in Rocket League. I mean, you, you get a little more in uh, like during tournaments and stuff, but like personal yeah. stories is always like what grips you or what brings you to a team or a player. So um, it's good to kind of know those small things. Yeah, and it's like mm-hmm. it's like a nice trend saying like all these Rocket League players like taking care of like their mental and physical health. Like, you've been seeing Calm, like, since the LA Major, he's lost, like, 30 pounds. Joyo's lost, like, 30 pounds as well. Yep. Like, they're doing their, like, utmost to keep themselves physically because it just helps them in, like, every other way. I think that's really on, like, the orgs, too, that, like, they're, you know, supplying all these resources for for teams um, and their players, right? Like, they're hiring nutritionists. And, like, we see in the OCE region, like, they're hiring, like, sleep psychologists and everything. Like Sports psychologists. Yeah. (laughs) Shout out Isaac for that. (laughs) absolute goat but uh nope. i just esports teams are just taking the health of their players really seriously and it's just it's good to see yeah 100 percent translate into how they play i think if anything to kind of snub relentless a little bit here like only uh, i'm just gonna go out and say it's a spicy take only a tier one esport would take that good care of their players i'm, I'm just saying <laughs> well uh, otherwise they wouldn't invest moist. the money into it <laughs> Well, you have Moist, though, and, like, Moist, like, you're taking, like, a really good care of, like, the boys. But I feel like I that also that also comes from, like, Moist Critical, like, having that understanding yeah, of, like, how on. it works think, and stuff. I think, I'm, yeah. I'm just going to pause for a second here. I think you completely miss, miss, uh, miss Cursor's point on this one, but uh, continue. <laughs> <laughs> just a little bit. I'm gonna... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what Cursor said, I thought you said the opposite, so let me disagree with you when I'm actually agreeing with you. <laughs> Oh, okay, okay, okay. Um, no, no, cursor says was was pointing out that Rock League is a tier one esport because it helps its players. Uh, that's what. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Yep. Um. Uh. So, but I, I, can I can I just talk about Endpoint? Like, I'm I'm a little surprised that Endpoint's here because I don't think they had these results last time. Is, am, am I going yeah. crazy? No, I think I think it was it would be between them and Carmine for like the mm. that fourth spot in the top yeah, four. Yeah. Kind of. Um. I mean, Endpoint, when they first got Archie on loan, like, they struggled a bit. I mean, Seiko is a huge player to lose, right? Like, so huge. their first regional was, was pretty rough. Um, and I think their second regional, like, they probably should have been top four, and they just took their foot off the gas too much versus Moist, and they ended up getting best of seven reverse swept, which is, like, I don't know. That's not something you're ever going to forget. Like, And they, that sh- they showed that when they came up against BDS this regional. They went up 3-0 and BDS started to come back again, but like they closed it out this time. You know, it's just it's the lesson you got to learn one time and then you never have it happen to you again. Um, and yeah, they look they look good. I wouldn't say quite as good as, as they have been with Seiko in the past, but, you know, Archie's a phenomenal player. So he's True. he is the guy you get to fill the shoes if you're going to get anyone, if you're going to lose Seiko, right? So they're good Absolutely. for sure. Wasn't he also the one that said that uh, something, something, NA, something, something, not no. very good, something? I think that was Cash. <sighs> was it that went? Cash? Uh, I it was Cash. On the, on the, on the, on, yeah, on the first touch. Yeah, it was Cash. Oh, I can't remember. Might have been uh, it was I, Cash. I, I, like I, several months oh, ago. no, you're right. You're right. You're totally right. My bad. My bad. Misinformation. Fake yeah. news. Can we, uh, can we talk a little bit about how Moisey Sports and TBS are uh, kind of pairing up now? Because I think it, it seems like Moisey Sports is very much taking that banner of being used number one away from BDS. Um, but like, how how are the games themselves looking? I don't know if either of you have any any of you have any insight on that. It's, I guess um, yeah, Messi, go for it. I'll have some thoughts after, but you take it away. Yeah, yeah. It's like from what I'm seeing, it's like BDS just has like they just have like that play style where it's just like they can take anybody on like. Like just, just head on essentially they just know how to play every team like very very well and like they don't lose to like teams that are worse than them like like almost never yeah right and it's like 
if you like manage to find like even like a crack like in their defense and like that you take a game from them, like they still find a way to close it out. But I think it's probably like due to like probably the same thing that happened in G two. It's like they get to the third regional with like their ticket already secured, so they they lose like maybe like a little bit of drive, and they don't get there. So it's like you just gotta keep going like to see what happens. Also, my headset died. Fuck it, in a little bit of a mess up, but uh, time. Yeah, I think um, if you're comparing Moist and BDS, there's a big sort of play style or, or lack thereof um, comparison you can make. I think BDS really are a team that has a developed system that they like to play in, like at all times. Like very much like G2 or SSG have like specific play styles they've developed, and they're yeah. going to play through that system no matter what, who they're playing against. Um, and so like yeah. you're going to, you're just going to beat the teams you're supposed to beat when you have a system like that, unless you're like on a really extremely off day. Um, whereas Moist are, are super fluid, right? Like it's whoever's playing the best they'll play through, right? Like so um like online uh in the winter split like Vatira was was that guy. Like they were playing through him a lot and then on land it was Rise and like Joyo for the start of this split and now coming back in this region like Vatira was on that level again and that's like what we saw like when it came to the yeah. final of, of Moist versus BDS, like Vatira was on that was the best player on that pitch and it wasn't close. Like it's like, you know, noticing a trend now with like teams, like if a team has a defined system, it doesn't matter if they have a roster change. It's just like plug and play and go. Exactly. Like, like, teams like SSG, teams like FaZe, teams like BDS, like they had roster changes, but like almost nothing changed that much. Right. Yeah. And like with some teams, you even saw like fast improvements like SSG. Right. And then like FaZe just kept the, kept the same level. But you hope to see like a little bit of a higher level when you got some glimpses, but of course. And I think I think in FaZe's case, like obviously this is going back a couple of weeks now to the any regional, but like they're they're sort of figuring it out. Like they I, I would say they changed their system just a little bit. Like AJ is a bit more passive, I think, and, and typical sort of playing that second guy to first killer now, and, and I think they look a lot better yeah. because of it. Yeah. And it's like a thing that you notice with these teams as well is like they have that one player that they can like like fully rely on if they're in dire straits. Which is also really, really good. Like your first killers, your monkey moves, your, your hard your, carries, <laughs> your rises, yeah, or, yeah, hyper carries for sure. I think, yeah. I think the types ties point though, uh, and to Messi's here. Like we're, I think it's. I, I was kind of commenting on it. Uh, I don't know several episodes back. I can't remember the exact number, but like I think that's kind of where the shift in meta is going. Is like they're these teams do have like their dedicated playstyles. They're comfortable with doing it. Um, you can tell they practice it very, very frequently, but that it's more of a, kind of just something I heard um, NRG coach say back in the day, I think while he was still playing, is it's very much a game that is played on the day. And these teams are very much teams that, that recognize that almost immediately um, and, and props to them. And they'll see like, okay, this player is really, really popping off on the team. Like, let's try and support them and open up opportunities for them as much as possible because this is our win condition right now. For them to pop off like nobody's beating them like why not just enable them further you know yeah I think moist does a real good job of that top tier teams are, are absolutely aware of of like how each player is performing on the day like i've heard like reynolds talk about it before like oh yeah when, when typical was still on the team and, and he was like doing his like hard carry like reynolds would talk about like yeah like when we play and sip needs boost like we leave the boost for him right like we feed the ball to this guy because like Teams are so aware of, of how each person is playing on the day that they will uh, like they will make sure that they're running their game through the best player at the time. Yep, absolutely. And I wonder like that's interesting, right? Because like this kind of brings up the discussion of like we we've talked about how performance is so important, in Rocket League, and like how there's literally a strategy. Like the literally the strategy is to um <laughs> is is it's, it's like. I, I need to, I need essentially like it doesn't matter how we want to play or not want to play. Whoever's doing the best that day or like playing the best that day, that's the person that we're going to um, be like, yo, like, like let's make sure they're playing the best, right? Like yeah. I, I think it's interesting how how that itself is a strategy of oh whoever's whoever's hot, you know, today we're we're you're leading us to battle, you know. I, I find that quite yeah. interesting. Yeah, and on the flip side of it too, like they're also hyper aware of of a person that's underperforming like you yeah. go to the land you go to the land major and queso were rough the first day um and rise like he specifically noted like 
Joyo's play like was not up to par, and they changed their seating arrangement. They took Rise out of the middle. They put Joyo there to make him more comfortable, and it paid off, right? Like they yep. started popping off. Joyo started popping off. They made their run. Like they're just they're just so aware of all these things. Yeah, I completely yeah. agree. Um, and it's yeah, um, yeah go. And it's like another thing you've been seeing with like top tier teams is like most teams usually had like really like one like really really mechanical player that could do everything but now you're seeing teams incorporate like even like two or even like have a full team of just mechanical players which makes it so that it's like the beauty of mechanics is like it allows you to just be more diverse with what you can do and like i feel like it's a little easier to like learn the rotation if you're really mechanical than like vice versa at the highest level so it's like it's really nice to see teams that are like fully mechanical like your liquids your moist it's like it's really fun to see. Yeah, it's a great, great point. I got to. Yeah, yeah I'm, just to gonna, I'm just gonna agree with Messi. Like, uh, I think in years past, like you could get away with just having that one hyper mechanical player, and like I think current day, kind of like you're you're sort of at that like two mechanical player, like one sort of role player kind of thing, and and like we're seeing right now to the very beginnings of having that that three headed mechanical monster, right, with your liquids and Dawkins, like you mentioned, your phase, your. Um, like your Carmine Court, like you're just started. You're just starting to see that that three-headed monster, and it's going to be the next sort of like big shift, I think. For sure, yeah. I, I think we can even uh, <laughs> shout out to your team, Messi, too. We can kind of attribute that to uh, early the season and very much strong last season NRG for sure. Uh, kind of that team where it's like anyone can really do just about anything. I mean, Justin and Squishy speak for themselves. Um, their prolific mechanics throughout show matches and RLCS performances, yeah. but then Garrett really stepping up his training and showing like, yeah, guys, no problem. Double flip reset, you know, pancake or whatever, like, like teams that recognize like it's easier for us to sort of maintain control of the pitch and play the way we want to play. If everyone can be at some sort of like a, like a similar level, it's like it, you can, you can kind of, I guess the way I would look at it is put more trust in them, right? Which is going to change your rotations. It's going to change your passing plays. It's going to change everything, right? Because now you know they are more capable of doing things in situations. They have more in their pocket, more in their arsenal to, to pull off at a moment's notice. So I think I, I'm, I'm loving the shift right now. I'm loving how it's changing. It's like gameplay is so much better. Yeah, and like teams like these have such a high floor that it just enables them to have a higher ceiling just by nature. And like once they are able to like achieve that potential, reach that like like peak, like they're absolutely like in contention for like best in region, best in world. So let me let me ask you guys this then, if I'm not stepping on your toes here, Messi. I'm kind of curious. Who do y'all think has currently, as it stands, going into Landon, the highest ceiling and the highest floor? Because personally, right now, I kind of see. BDS with the highest ceiling because of just how well developed their team is. Granted, Monkey is kind of the hyper carry, but you can't really shake a stick at the fact that Seiko is also a mechanical genius and Extra has been known from time to time to pull some pretty nutty plays out of his pocket. If I were, if I were to go for highest floor, uh, I'm going to have to go with Asphira here. I think it's FaZe. Like, just like the way that they play, like their floor is absolutely insane. Like their consistency, I feel like out of like most teams, like except like of course like BDS, like they have like the best consistency that I've seen on a team in a long time. Like consistently top four in almost every event they play in. So it's like they beat the teams they need to be in, of course, once they get to like that upper echelon of their region, they're gonna struggle a little bit, right? Because they're really good. But their floor to just be able to do that every time is like really, really beautiful. I think uh, if I were to go highest floor, I, I would probably say BDS, just because of like this the system that they play in and the level of the players on the team. But for highest ceiling, I would actually say phase. Like even like to your point, Messi, they are very consistent results wise in North America. Um, but even within series uh, at the top of NA, like they're having games where they're getting blown out. They're having close games. They're having games where they blow the other team out. I think if they could get that consistency down and they could like play up to that top, top level that they can, where they're blowing out top NA teams like, like it's nothing. If they could reach that level and stay there consistently, I don't think any other team in the world would touch them. 
seriously. Like that level when they play that that fast and, and that precise with their touches is actually insane. And I think with that, maybe this is like a good time to uh, get into a little bit of what our predictions are going to be for Landon, right? So we, we have all the teams here. Um, Google. Um, by the way, this tournament will be taking place in the Cooper Box Arena in London, England, uh, with a $90,000 prize for the first place team. Uh, we have G2 Face Clan Version 1 Space Station, Team Envy, Team BDS, Moise Sports, Team Liquid, Carmen Corp, Endpoint CEX, Pioneers Power, Fria Esports, Team Secret, Gaiman, Gladiators, and Team Falcons. Which of these teams do we think is going to take it? Uh, maybe we'll start with Cursor. Ooh, <clears throat> that's a tough one. Um... Ooh, stuff. I so I I had I want to just I just want to get it out of the way. Called it Moise Esports for this past event. Called it. Absolutely called it. I had faith in the boys. They, they ran it back. I would have loved to have seen the uh, Dignitas matchup against them, but neither here nor there. Um, I think you'd have to be crazy to not say BDS Moist in top three at this point, with Moist getting back in form and BDS just consistently staying in form. Um, but I mean, a couple teams have definitely popped up out of nowhere and really started improving rapidly. I mean, looking at Liquid, looking at... Um, uh, Carmine Corp here. Uh, I, it just—it's kind of a toss-up for me. I feel like there's only sort of two very, very solid teams being Moist BDS, and then it's kind of like a mad dash right now for like third through sixth, maybe third through seventh. You could argue even um, it, these teams seem to take games off each other pretty frequently. Uh, so it's—I don't—I don't have like a defined like third, fourth even for Sunday, um, but I would. I kind of want to see the upset. I kind of want to see. Um, I kind of want to see Endpoint come through and kind of just beat them all. I, I really want to see, like, I want there to be more hype behind Metsa right now. Honestly, like that—that's where my heart is. But my brain's telling me like BDS and Moist. Like, I, I really, really want to see Endpoint pull through. I think they have the capability to do so um, with uh, borrowing Archie for the time being. Uh, but like. Depending on who they get, it could be, it could be a powerhouse team. I don't really know who's going to fill that slot. Uh, I don't even know who's active on the current free agent roster right now. But uh, to me, it looks, it kind of looks like a, like a free for all. Like there's, there's just there's too much possibility for certain teams to jump up and knock BDS or Moist out if they're performing on the day. Uh, it's I'm I'm very on the fence with this whole event, honestly. <laughs> like very, very on the fence. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Uh, maybe we can get a little bit from Messi then. Messi, who do you think is going to take this event? Oh, for the spring major, correct? Uh, yes. Yes, for Landon. Landon. Yeah. So, uh, this is really, really rough because like all these teams, like. <laughs> They absolutely deserve to be here. I'm like yep. glad all these teams are here, and like maybe had a li- we had a little bit of insight from Prof, maybe a little bit, you know what I'm saying? The so pioneers may 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 shock the world a little bit. Meter metered myself. I'm sorry, but you're still here. Go, Messi. <laughs> but if I'm if I'm looking at like what teams you have here, honestly, ah, uh, if face perform, I think I'm I have, I have face taking it. I think this is their time to shine. I think if there's any moment that they're going to need to show up and play how they've been playing and, like, going back to what Ty said, like, with their, their high ceiling, like, if they reach that, like, not, not even BDS or, like, a G2 or, like, a Moist can stop them. Like, they, they, they're they just not going to be able to. Okay. So That's fair. I, I'm, I'm thinking phase. And, like, if we're talking about, like, potential, like, contenders, right, I'm thinking, you know what? I'll have Falcons as my second. Falcons will reach the final with FaZe. Because, like, Falcons have, like, that very similar style. Very, very mechanical. So, I think I have those two at the very top. Hmm. I think that's very fair. Uh, Ty Swoogles, what are you thinking? Yeah, I guess uh, I'm the guy with the the boring answer. I think um, 
We'll probably end up with a rematch of last major's finals, Moist and G2, I think. Um, yeah. G2, just they have they have the system that's proven on land. Um, these guys have so much experience, like uh, they just they've been playing for forever. <laughs> um, Moist, I think uh, them coming back into form, regional three, and like Vatira looks insane. Like this guy is just he's unreal. Um, I think they'll they'll want revenge. They'll have the you know the home team advantage. Um, and like the only other team that like would be on that level would be BDS, uh, maybe Phase. But like when it comes to BDS, um, yeah, I just I still have questions about them on land in front of a crowd. Um, like they they showed up to LA uh, the fourth day, um, their first series in front of a crowd, and they got perfect swept. I uh, I, <laughs> I just I don't know the question marks are there for me. I I don't think I can put them through to the final. Um, yeah, it would be between between G2 and Moist for me. I think I, I'd probably say Moist with the home team. Uh, the home team buff. Okay, so moist. So yeah, we got moist. We got a uh, phase. Uh, Chris, what was your choice again? Or did you? Uh, I, I was trying to. I was trying to not be NA biased, but I'm. I'm a hundred percent with Ty here. I, I'm. I, I was specifically trying to speak more to the EU teams in my take, but yeah, I. I hundred percent see G two moist going all the way. Uh, phase Falcons. I think Space Station has a real shot. To make it at least out for semis, if Her, they can, I want if they you can lock it in. One and so. <laughs> talked about every Four team. More. Again. I mean, I mean, it's it's such a big event, man. It's like there's, there, it's it's a shame right, to I'm like. Gonna I'm gonna say it. Okay, G two's winning it. Uh, there yeah. it is. There it is, guys. Yeah. Uh, Gerser didn't want to say it. Ty didn't want to say it. They didn't want to be biased to their team. I yeah, I think Moist can win it. I think Moist. I win do it. too. That's what I'm saying. I think Endpoint could no, like saying, all these teams. Like, you think G two can win it or not? You weren't gonna say G two because you wanted to be impartial. And I yes. Yep. Listen, man. I can't have any bias because my team isn't even here so, <laughs> I'm, I'm just thinking logically at this point <laughs> take have, messi's, take messi's prediction as the true one no yeah to take mine as the real one because i have no bias <laughs> although hot take hot hot take the only other way i see it going down and that's if they clutch up uh i honestly potentially see it going up between furia and falcons in the grand final Furia Falcons. That'd be so yeah. Furia yeah. is like that would be like getting better and better and better. Yens is just absolutely insane. <laughs> He's like player, top ten player worldwide. No cap. A hundred percent agree. That that guy has such a high ceiling. Yeah, he's he's literally like opening the floodgates for his team, and they're performing so well together. Like, like I... yeah, it's like Yanks and Ahmad. Like they're like oh my God. so similar. Yeah, and like actually, like just crazy, crazy with it. Which isn't uh, to take anything from Okalid, but like, I feel like Akhmad is more of that, that like, rounded player, whereas Okalid is like the like the Joryus of his team. You know what I mean? Like he's he's an insanely talented solo player, but I feel like there's still a bit more he has to learn team play wise but like i think that's what ahmad brings to the table is he brings just this well-rounded like i can do anything from anywhere play any role whenever you need me to it's not a problem and he's if i remember correctly like one of the top three fastest players in the world so if not the fastest so it's, it's good yeah like i could see i could see fury of falcons i really could there you go. Um, okay, so this is for Landon. Um, can we talk about a little bit about the implications for for actual worlds that's from this tournament? I don't know if uh, Ty, you can maybe take us through this a little bit. Like, what? How is this going to affect? Yeah. Um, let's see. Let me pull up uh, the world's rankings real quick. So the EU one, NA one, and NA two have all already guaranteed a auto bid to worlds. So we're looking at four, or sorry, five spots left between the rest of the team. So any three through five, um, EU two through five, um, the SAM teams, OCE teams, Nina teams, APAC teams. Um, realistically, any three, EU two and EU three are all going to clinch. So realistically, you're looking at four, or sorry, two spots between the fourth North American team, the fourth European team, the first South American team, the first OCE team, and the first Mina team. So it's like any four right now has uh, a decent lead. Um, so they basically just need to tie one of 
SAM 1 or EU 4, or even do one round worse, I think, in some cases. Um, and they can still get that seventh spot. And then you're looking at uh, just the eighth spot where the fourth EU team, um, first South American team, are currently tied. So uh, whoever does better out of that will likely take it unless they get um, outperformed by two rounds, I think, for, uh, by the OCE team or the Middle Eastern team. So at the moment, it's looking likely that it'll be the fourth NA team and then whoever does better of South America 1 and EU 4, unless they tie, in which case it goes to South America 1 just because they did better at the last major. Yeah. And then if we go to OCE, OCE has a very, very interesting situation going on. They are, I believe, the only region in, in the world that doesn't have any spots clinched for anything. Because since Renegades got knocked out and they aren't making it, but they're at the very top, so Renegades have a decent chance of making it, but they have to rely on power getting knocked out. Well, they can have power making it far, but not Pioneers, and then like the other way around, essentially. So if Pioneers and Power want to secure their spots into the into Worlds, they have to Pioneers has to make top eight, and Power has to win one match and make it ninth through twelfth. So if that happens, Renegades is out. They are not making worlds, but if only one of those things happens, then Renegades are in. So it's a very interesting situation. And then there's obviously the case where OC one could could pop off and bring another spot for OC. Okay. And then uh, yeah. anything else? <laughs> I, I I don't I don't know if I have anything yeah. to add here, but we I don't could essentially other regions. Yeah, yeah, go through it, go through it, Messi. Yeah, yeah. So if we go to Sam, we have Fury and Secret auto qualified for the wild card, and if Fury make a decently deep run as the Sam number one and clinch that like seventh or eighth spot for the world's regions, and they can bring in the club who has been doing very, very solid in these past few regionals, and then of course you have Mina who could also do that, but it's a little bit tougher due to the. The situation that, of course, happened in the winter major with Team Falcons getting knocked out very early. But there is a very slim chance that they can pull 01 Esports in along with Foloche, where Foloche is already qualified. And then <laughs> APAC North and South have a very slim to none chance. But if it were to happen, it'd be a very interesting situation where if Gaming Gladiators got enough points to pull it off, there would be, I believe, a playoff match between Detonator and sixteen twenty Kings to decide who would be brought in. Then, of course, Sub-Saharan Africa. We already know who the teams are going in: Orlando Pirates and Bravado Gaming. And that is how it is looking. Nice. For the most part. I mean, it's it's cool that yeah, it's cool that all those things have kind of rounded out. Is there any like teams I should be looking out, looking out for for uh, for the actual global thing that a lot of people might not be talking about? Because that might be an uh, interesting take here. In terms of teams that could be pulled in, like that, I don't know about, but I game. should be worried about. Well, not worried about. I should like definitely watch their matches on the world stage in a bit. Like at um, worlds or at the major. I feel like at worlds, at worlds, at worlds, right sub-Saharan Africa is definitely a must because we haven't seen them yet. Yeah, and it's going to be really nice to see how they like pair up with other teams and like how they do. And then, of course, you have a team like like Gaming Gladiators that we're going to get to see for the first time at the Major and then for another time at Worlds. So it'll be nice to see how they play. And then, of course, you have teams like Veloce with Senzo leaving, Fal leaving Falcons, formerly SRG, to make his own, to join another team and lead them to the top. Furia, of course, doing absolutely amazing. And then, of course, like the slim chances, like Envy will probably make it. Complexity has a slim chance. So it'll be nice to maybe see Turbo on that world stage again. So <laughs> that's what we nice. need. We yeah yeah envy yeah yeah yeah. Turbo summon in. Turbo summon in in the finals. We, 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 Is that what we're we doing? Just, we just need Illusion to get sick for worlds and just have Turbo sub in. <laughs> they'll, they'll just he win would win that too. You know what I mean? He has plot. <laughs> he has plot armor. Uh, yeah, yeah, so yeah. that's great. That's great. Um, okay. Uh, I think this is a good kind of take on our, on our world situation here. Um, thank you for listening to the extended portion of esports that we're focusing on this podcast. Um, I want to talk a little bit now, maybe about the custom training revamp. I don't know who uh, wrote this in, but uh, who knows about this and can can tell our listeners about it? Uh, I could jump in if y'all want. Yeah, um, do it, Cursor. 
So, I'm not downplaying it. This is huge for Rocket League. This is something we've been talking about for years. It's really nice to finally see it implemented. Um, I'll touch on a couple base things just to sort of give you a, a more broad idea of kind of what they're doing instead of going into the exactness of every little thing because the update's out in like a day and a half. Y'all can see it for yourselves here very shortly. Um, but they're allowing you to have more control over how you progress through training packs, um, allowing you or allowing you to uh, mirror shots. So I, I'm pretty sure I speak for a lot of players when I say this. People have a weak side, like. Let's say you're practicing wall to air dribbles, right? You might be an air roll lefter, so your left wall to air dribbles are stronger because naturally air roll left works with your um, dismount from the wall to ball. So it feels very natural for you, but it's not as natural for the right wall because you have to push your stick in the mirrored opposite direction whilst using the same air roll, but it's a different movement. So it takes a while to sort of get that pattern down because you're so used to how smoothly it comes off left wall. So they're introducing um, an option where you can mirror your shots like you can in Bacchus. Um, Bacchus mod, for those of you who don't know, I'm on PC that you can use through the Epic Games launcher and the Steam version, um, where you can literally take the same exact shot and put it in the exact opposite side of where the shot is. So if it's you know coming up left middle and going for an air dribble, you can mirror it to right wall and you know come up right middle and do the same thing. Um, so you can kind of round out your practice and be a little more all-rounded as opposed to having weak side, strong side kind of deal. Uh, it's also allowing you... Uh, this is kind of a change that's been long in the making, but they're allowing you to have more control over how you progress through your shot packs, which I found interesting. Like, I was a little underwhelmed by it personally, um, but I, I see its usefulness um, where you can have all of these training packs now sort of i gotta double check my fact info here but it's like it's in a save state so it's kind of saved to your machine so let's say you had a 10 shot training pack and you wanted to work on you you know that shots three and seven were your weakest right you can come back in seeing that you've completed those shots which also side note you can now complete in any order to get 100 percent on your training pack if that's your thing if you're going for percentage and completion if you're a completionist nice. <laughs> you, can, you can do them out of order and still get your 100 percent um so you could like do all your strong ones first and then work on your weak ones at the end uh just to keep your percentages high things like that uh but um they're allowing you to sort of go in skip to the exact shot you'd like to work on instead of just skipping next in the in the uh, the natural order of the pack, um, and they're allowing you to have a little bit more control over um, like how you I don't know how to put this like how you access them. So there's a uh, like a history tab they've introduced now. Um, so like if you played a, sh uh, a pack, right? Like let's say a buddy sent you a code and you tried out this pack and you really liked it but you forgot to you forgot to favorite it and save it to your list you can go into your history now and see what packs you've done and like actually go and be like oh yeah that was that pack that like so and so sent me and like favorite it and practice it again um so like there's there's a bit more variety um i don't want i don't want to dumb it down but for most of us pc players who may have touched like a higher skill echelon and have been doing this kind of stuff for a while since those of you who don't know, the guy really pushing this, who got hired on by Sonics, I believe it was last year, if anyone wants to jump in and correct me if I'm wrong there. Uh, Cinderbook. Right. I, believe I, I was talking about the time frame, not the person. Ah, but okay. um, he uh, very much like several other players in the community, left being a map maker, examples being used here, um, are very comfortable with the game code and how to change things within the game. And Seeing this, Psyonix actually hired on Cinderblock, who has uh, quite a bit of experience with working with uh, Alpha Console and Bacchus Mod. So is quite literally taking all these things that are fantastic for us PC side and implementing them into full game, which truly benefits the console community more than it does the PC side. But it's nice to see now that like everyone has this variety, this option. So long shot in the dark, spicy take, we may see the average skill level of player change again. Um, small two-second tangent on that is over the you know the course of seven years we watched the average player rank shift from silver three gold one to like gold three plat one to now you know several seasons later into free to play the average skill player is about plat three diamond one so it kind of 
lead you to believe that with more training options available, more finite training, more customization in how you train yourself will lead to more positive results in a much like in a much more accelerated rate. So I could see this potentially shifting the average player skill level again higher, which kind of honestly seems to make SSL a bit more attainable for the rest of the community now that like if that average is going to shift up, players who are above them are going to shift up as well, I would argue. But I don't know. We all get better because of the process. That's what we're hoping that's for. Right. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. So, yeah. I, I uh, Any any reactions to that, Tyre and Messi? Mm, not really. I think Christian nailed it. Good. Yeah. Uh, in that case, Ty, I have something for you. All right. <laughs> uh, you just posted uh, the newest mechanic in the game. Would you like to talk about it? <laughs> I, <don't know. laughs> I, just I, think, so I think it's... Um, I don't know. Okay, so <laughs> basically, um, Spider has done some sort of flip reset pogo catapult thing. Uh, <laughs> it looks like he got a reset, jumped off the ball, pogoed, and backflipped into the ball, and uh, the ball absolutely just launched down the field. Um, so no idea if that'll ever be useful, um, but it looks very funny. <laughs> That's my take. It, just, it, yeah. it, like, it looks like it shouldn't happen in the game, like if you see the clip of it. Yeah, um, it, it looks hilarious. <laughs> and if it were to be repeatable, that would be, be <laughs> that'd be so awesome and so funny. <laughs> Just like be, the people doing uh, this, but, but like I still like I think I watched it a couple times, and I still like don't yeah. quite get what's going on here. You'd see. If you, this was if this is repeated, well, you, you're probably going to see people like Nixus Josh just going for this all the time. Pogo, okay, Pogo into the flip. Okay, I got it. I think I got it. I think I've seen it enough times. Okay, it just it looks like he speeds up out of nowhere. He know? just like, bounces off the, he like bounces off the ground and backflips at the same time. So he just like launches up super fast and the ball just goes flying. <laughs> Is it like, because of the backflip that he like has so much power? I guess I I think. I think, I, but I, I think what's crazy is like with pogos, they usually don't feel like they move that fast yeah. as well. Like, I think that's I what think, adds to this. If event. anything, this reminds me of an instantaneous sting pop movement. Like coming in contact with the ground. Reset, can't... No, yeah, because uh, can't, so he just hit for people who like know it. what a sting <laughs> pop is, it's like you have your car upside down on the ground, and if you cancel it, your car pops back up. Right? He yeah. he might just be bouncing off of the ground so fast because he's like he's bounce one he's bouncing off of the ball when he gets the flip reset to go downwards. Two, yeah. he's already accelerating downwards due to gravity, and three, he jumps downwards too. So like it's just so much you know, speed you know what he looks like? that he just bounces he looks up like super someone... fast after. Yeah, yeah. He, he looks like someone crouch spamming and, and caught. Like that's oh totally. <laughs> that's oh, the my. that's the movement that the car just made out of nowhere. <laughs> I think it's yeah. that small amount of increased generated speed too through that yeah, yeah. of 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 uh, like movements that he's making, plus the timing at which he's hitting the ball like, in its descent is just it's perfect. It's absolutely perfect. I don't, I don't know if I'd call it a new mechanic, but that sequence is definitely <laughs> pretty... It's like a combo move, dude. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, we've all seen the mechanics, but I don't think we've seen them at this speed in that order, you know? Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's great. I, I'm, I, this, that's, that's really fun. Uh, anyway, I'm gonna, I'm, I think I'll actually just add the link uh, to the description if anyone wants to go check it out. Or you can literally just join our Discord and you probably yeah. find it. Or just search uh, it on Twitter. Just go to Alpha yeah, Twitter. Twitter. But I'll I'll add it in our in our thing so people can look at it. Can have a look at yeah. Twitter. Um but yeah, th- there you go. So uh, I think with that we're we're probably gonna draw this show to a polite close. Um for those who don't know, uh, I am in the middle of writing a Miller report cards. So oh. uh, there I am my time is limited. I'm sorry, but it's good because we, we were able to get like a solid esports show in. Um and I'm yeah. hoping all of you enjoyed listening to it. Um yeah any here how about this one minute here at the end anyone have any things about rock league they want to say they have a one minute rant to go okay yes yes first first go one minute rant go one minute rant is uh i know i can speak for two of us here messi and i will be going to worlds i i know several members from the community are also going if you guys want to meet up hang out like take photos go grab some food like let us know reach out to us like we had a blast at la land and would love to meet you guys and hang out and talk rocket league 
And that's actually great because with that in mind, uh, people were asking for merch, so I added some hats uh, to merch because everyone loves hats, right? Uh, yep. So I'm gonna actually copy and paste that as well into into the into the show description. If anyone wants to get some of that, um, yeah, because uh, there you go. Um, All right. Uh, but yeah, uh, Matsy, did you want to rant something quickly? Yeah, so I may or may have not been reading the patch notes that just came out, and I am so happy they have finally added the ability to sort your items through color. That is hey, so amazing. Let's go. Seriously? That is Do so they have amazing. have a standardized color system yet, though? That's the bigger question. <laughs> they, they, they have finally added the ability to sort through color, and they added a new paint. Which is gold as a color as well. Oh, well, that's sick. You know what? That's yeah. sick. There you go. That, and honestly, that, could be a that, that for just next makes week. me so happy. <laughs> yeah, we can talk more about it next week for sure. Ty, one minute rant here. Uh, like ten one second minute rant. rant but... One minute rant. All right. Um, uh, one minute rant. Just I I don't know. I'm just gonna give one more shout out to to the the boys over at KCP. Our guy Isaac. I know they're Heck looking yeah. forward to going to the majors. So yeah. they're confident. They're gonna do some damage. Um, they they didn't get complacent after going to last major. They're they're looking better. Um, you know we have faith in the boys. Cheer them on. That's not what yeah. I said. There you go. We're rooting for um, you. Yeah. Person. Oh, you're saying for you. I, I thought you said before you, but you're saying. <laughs> I don't know. No, we're rooting for you. Like KCP. Like uh, get it, boys. You got this. Oh, that's even funnier because I thought you said for you, like the the team. <laughs> Uh, but, uh, that's great. Um, well, this is what happens because those listening, you know, may have like slight differences in their like sound volumes. However, for me, there's a very big difference uh, between <laughs> yeah. the sound volumes, so I have it at a very weird volume that makes it hard to hear sometimes. Um, am I ignoring them? Who knows? Uh, I'm not bad, bro. <laughs> um, and with that, I hope all of you had uh, had a, a, enjoyed an episode this week. I'd like to thank all our patrons who've been supporting us. You guys are so so awesome. A special shout out to the Royal Cult to your patrons of awesomeness, see with the base, paint, old moose, Clorox, Raz, and Space Bear. And your um homework should you choose to accept it is to go on a nature walk. Because that's what I'll be doing. Cough cough, romance corner in the pre-show. Cough, cough. So uh enjoy that. Go for a nature walk by yourself or with someone. And uh yeah, have a have a good time. We'll see you next week. Peace. Y'all not going to say bye? Okay. Bye. 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 <laughs>